This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. I'm Chase Rolson with Rubline Marketing. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey everybody, it's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey guys, this is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi, I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors. Hey, this is Nick Mutt from Ball Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Blackman. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter Podcast. Working Class Bow Hunter Podcast. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter. You're listening to the Working Class Bow Hunter. That's right. This is a podcast for Billy Joe Lunchbucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from the Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. Nobody pushes the envelope like Working Class Bow Hunter. Hey, this is Jules McQueen, and you are listening to the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. It's really, really not that good. Good, 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 it's time for another splendid episode of the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. We're right here at 1600 Buckslayer Place, beautiful Bucketorium, lovely Sherrard, Illinois. For people who aren't in Illinois, it's Illinois. Wink, wink. I am Steve. In the studio today is Kurt. What's up? It's his house. Eric. <laughs> How's it going? Hi. 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 How Hello. are you? And, right. and Doug. Howdy. Ugh, killed the mood. <laughs> What's up, fellas? Nothing. Hanging out feels good to be. Uh, we've been back in studio since all the trade shows, but yet again, another week feels awesome. Feels good being home. It's the first it time does. I've been back since this, the shows. Damn. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Because after the shows, you and uh, you went on a little adventure, didn't you? I did. Kansas. We'll get to that. We will get we'll, to that. We'll get to all that. Um, Steve, you got a veteran shout out? I do actually. Let me get it pulled up here. Uh, this vet shout out is going to be da da da. Our good buddy, uh, Joe Petruso, uh, I want to give him a shout-out. He was uh, – we hung out with him in Ohio. He was part of the Heroes Hunting booth, 
great, great guy. He uh, he was rocking our gear all week. Just one of the most awesome human beings. I had the chance to uh, throw stuff at across the booth while he was <laughs> trying to do business. So <laughs> want to give a big shout out to Joe. Thank you for your service to this country, and thanks for being uh, being a real good friend uh, over there in Ohio. Yeah, Joe's a cool. Thank guy. you, sir. Yep, big fan. Thank you, big fan. He's a golfer too, so maybe we'll have to golf with him. Are you that into golfing? Yeah. Oh, hey, just no, so everybody not. knows right now, and I, this is just besides the podcast, so you just brought that up. Thank you for your service, by the way. And if you'd like to submit a veteran shout-out, workingclassbowhunter.com. Um, we need to go up to my dad's, Papa Dave's house, yeah, and do the Dudes Weekend. Friday night, Top Golf. Saturday all day, we do a 3D tournament. And then at his archery club, we can badge in and we can shoot like as late as we want. It's 24-7 inside. That'd be so awesome. We need to take you regular golfing, Kurt. I feel like I'd just be terrible at it well i mean were you good at shooting a bow the first time you did it yeah no but the thing is like it was fun though i I think i'll be i don't think i'll have like a good time i think you'll be have you'll have a great i think you'd be surprised i feel like i'll just be so lost like i'll be like just everything i shoot will be off into the abyss kurt will hit the ball in the woods just so we can go look for sheds and things and (laughs) (laughs) mushrooms and whatnot i I do that all the time too like just go on without me it's fine (laughs) i'm here man i'm didn't find my ball. Look at this big old shed. <laughs> Drop time or something. Yeah, dude, I don't know. I, I'll try it, man. But it's, I don't know. It's relaxing. It's uh, something to do to kind of pass the time until uh, deer season. Another time. excuse to start drinking at seven o'clock in the morning. Too. That is true. That's I think excuse. you'll like it. All right, well, well let's two. go. I need to borrow some clubs. All right, I got you. All right, let the plan a golf outing. Um, WCB golf outing. I got our piece of paper <laughs> here. Shit show begins. Get some business done. The podcast is presented by Scent Crusher, scentcrusher.com. We talk about it all the time, and I say this in every episode that we talk about it all the time, but if you're not familiar with Scent Crusher, they create ozone-generating products to kill human odor for chasing critters that smell smell the air when it's blowing their direction, a.k.a. the wind, Yep. if you've ever heard of that. Um, the Ozone Go, the Room Clean... The room clean is one of my favorites because we can run it in the studio all the time. But the gear bags, the closets, all that, they have you covered for everything. The sprays now, the soaps, all that stuff. Um, I was on go. Lifesaver. Yeah. You can dual action, run two of them babies. Mm. You want to know a funny story? So I Not recently really. got a black and tan hound, a hound dog, hell of a nose on him. He likes to chew on hats. So guess where my hats go? They go in my scent crusher bag and I crush them. What if he chews up your bag? He does not go near that bag. He has no reason to. Good. He doesn't know where the hats are. Even, uh, yeah, he because they're, they're in disguise. I don't. He he just he hasn't he hasn't gone near that bag. I don't think he knows what's in there. So I'm going to start hiding all his all the other stuff in there. All right. Let's see to. how many ads Steve can relate to his dog because I feel like that this this is where that's going. No, that was just it. The podcast is also brought to you by HHA Sports. HHASports.com. Your dog. dog like, my <laughs> dog is also from up north. All right. Now I, I now, now I know I was going to actually from Wisconsin. Uh, he, he was well, Michigan, Michigan, which is close to just a, you know something separates it. But yeah, I, no more no more dog stuff. Let's see what else we got. <laughs> Let's see what else. <laughs> like you don't know. Um, the Optimizer Kingpin fixed position. The dovetail. The Tetra. The light. Uh, I'm shooting the fixed position. Oh, yeah, I'm, sh- I'm shooting oh. the dovetail. What are you doing, guys? Dovetail, what are you yeah. shooting? Fixed I was, position. I like. The, I shot the dovetail. I like the fixed position better, though. I, I think. Do too. I was curious about going back to it this year. I I'd like to cut some weight on my bow because I'm hardcore. <laughs> yes. <laughs> see, see episode 300 for that reference. Uh, podcast is also brought to you by. North American Whitetail Championship. Use code WCB25. Save yourself some money if you want to join there. If you wanted to buy a Tacticam, 
and a bunch of the accessories, you might as well join the tournament. Yeah. Get your Tacticam and all the goodies. That's the move. It is the yes. move. And if you use our code, you save a little little money. And you get into monthly drawings, turkey hunts. They have a whitetail hunt drawing coming up. If you buy, like, for example, if you bought or plan on buying some scent crusher gear and you show their receipt, you send in your receipt to them, email it, or I don't know how they do it exactly, you get put into that monthly drawing another time. So, and they're constantly doing those drawings. And the big deer don't have to be giants to win. A lot of these yeah, guys are. You'd be surprised. Yeah. Someone that shot a 130 inch buck might be going to win $50,000 next year in the championship. That's right. Absolutely. Which is crazy. And that's in Kansas. Um, elite archery. I have a Ritual 35 on the way. I'm pumped about that. So pumped about it. Me yes. and Eric are 35ers. You guys are 30ers. Eh, sorry. Gang. Hey, it's not We're about the size, but how you use it. Plus, exactly. it's going to be good for ground blind hunting. So, no, yeah, <laughs> right up my alley. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't care about that, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense for Steve to shoot a longbow. Yeah, it does. I feel like a cool kid. Yeah, you're yeah, not, but you're that, not cool. that cool. No, that's uh, cool. Kids will be shooting thirty ones. <laughs> All right, I'm down with it. Me and Doug are the cool kids now. Mm. We just took over. You guys are not the cool kids anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you just left him hanging. Well, oh, my bad. Damn, dude. I do like the awkward. He's like, dude, I cool guide the cool guy, right? <laughs> yeah, you definitely did. did. Uh, the podcast is also brought to you by Lone Wolf Custom Gear, lonewolfcustomgear.com. Uh, we did a giveaway on the Lone Wolf stand. Uh, episode 300 was with Cody DeQuisto. Uh, if you're interested in hearing about any of this stuff, reference 300. Um, the DeQuistos are legends in the game for hang on tree stands. Oh yeah. Um, it's pretty obvious why we're working together. They're, they're close. They put out top notch stuff and that's a, in my opinion, the most effective way to kill big white tails. Uh, um, bingo podcast is also brought to you by big time victory archery hunters blend coffee. Use code working class for 10% off combination creative. If you're trying to get some logo work or some video work done or, or t-shirt design work, I'm wearing a combination creative shirt. Yeah, I see Steve eyeball. Look at that. <laughs> Check him out. Combinationcreative.com. And we back to the podcast. Here we are. Back in the sauce. In the sauce. In the sauce, huh? So what's up, Doug? Oh, nothing. Just uh-huh. over here chilling, drinking beer. How'd Kansas go? Kansas are Kansas are really good. But Besides, was it? Uh, but was it? A few misses here and there and some miscommunications. Yeah. Other than that, it was a good time. Lots of turkeys, just no turkeys on the ground, I should say. Well, well tell us what happened. Well, yeah. there's going to be, I mean, it's a weird time for us because yeah. you, we're pre-recording for Baby Geyer on the way, and you have already recorded episodes at the Kansas camp, so it's a, um, it's a weird time for us. So those Kansas episodes have probably already launched. Yeah, but if... If you skipped over them, the run short story would be I missed three times. And you don't miss. I don't. And then, uh, well, I do. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, it's the thing around the Schmitz is, like, if you miss, you get a hat slap. And I'm like, Doug, I can't even remember the last time I gave you a hat slap. So yeah, he texts now me you have like, three coming? Yeah. He texts me like, oh, boy. Should we just get him over now? Nope, not yet. All right. On the podcast? On the podcast? He should. Not all three of them. I'm going to spread them out. All right, give you're, them one on the podcast. You're the guy off like How I Met Your Mother with the slap. Surprise me. Yeah. Nope. Yep. I'm I don't like you. that. I'd rather take three now. Mm. No, nope. nope. I'm going to surprise you. You never know when they're coming. I okay, like, so I, like I can't believe you missed, man. When when you messaged, you missed. I was like, how the fuck did Doug miss? Doug yeah, it was, doesn't miss. It was awkward. It was an awkward setup. Like the, the tall grass is in my way. 
Oh, the uh, people will see it. It's on video. Yeah, on video it looks perfect, though, so that's the problem. But I was sitting to the left of John from Prairie Storm, and the Tom was on the left in the tall grass, and I couldn't see him. He's like, he's leaving. I'm like, you got to shoot him. I'm like, bro, I can't, I can't see him. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can't shoot this grass right now. So I had to lean over John. Well, I'm already been pulled back for like a minute, felt like. And I was sitting there like, you know, it's now or never, so I just launched one. Missed. After the first miss, <laughs> I was like, I was just rattled, so. The second was yeah, just yeah. the second was just a throw throwing at him. And the first Sad. time I missed was at a turkey that Tyler that went with us probably should have shot, but a little miscommunication there, so it happens. He's a new he's a new hunter yeah. for the most part. So it's just crazy though, like how your cameraman can have a clear shot view and you're two feet away and you can't even see the freaking yeah. bird, you know. I could kind of tell in, in Doug's footage when you could see the brush off to the side and you, I could tell little, and the birds were getting kind of skittish. It was weird because, like, you know, the first morning that monster came in, like, perfect, 20 yards, like, did not, didn't care about us. And then he saw, well, there's five people with us in the timber the first morning. So he saw something that he didn't like, and he backed out, and that's when I drew and just flung one at him, like, at 35 yards, but that arrow's gone. <laughs> I don't know where that one gone like a I fart no idea where that one went. <laughs> Man. But yeah, then the second time when I missed twice, it was, it kind of sucked, but it happens. I was really hoping the boys would bring something home. I felt confident and we'll do when those surveys are coming in. Like, so there's two times and a Jake and the Jake came right in, in between the two decoys. Perfect. And I was like, all right. So I pulled back a little too early and the Toms were coming and then they just stop and like slowly strutting in. And I'm like, sitting there like, fuck, like hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. And then, like, I saw the sec the, the last one back out, and I'm like, oh, no, that's not good. <laughs> oh, no. And the second yeah. one's like, oh, where are you going? I'm going to follow you. I'm like, god damn it. So I had to, like, reach over John. Like, I'm trying to, I don't know. It was. It was Sounds like good. a fucking fiasco, if you ask me. It, it was. It a was. fiasco. <laughs> yeah. That's, like, worse than when you get that text from, you know, the girls are coming over. It's, hey, we're not coming. Yeah. You know. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's <Dude>. Every <laughs> guy knows that. It was oh, literally, yeah. it's literally sure. like It was literally like that, like. Oh. This is in the bag, and then, like, get the text, hey, I'm not coming, like, oh. Oh, man, Damn really? It. Ouch. So, but let's let's touch on this. So, since that hunt, you guys get back, and... Yeah, we get back Monday. We stayed an extra day to try filling our tags, but... Yeah, and we had a podcast with uh, Ross and Austin, and they were talking about turkey hunting and stuff. So, it was funny, while you got, right when you guys got back, um, those boys, I think Austin went first... Yep. He shot a uh, a really nice bird. Yeah. Um, and then I thought they were together. I don't know if he got his on film or not. And then... Um, the following day, Ross got his, right? Yep. Within one day. Yep, yep. Um, yeah, Ross shot his the next morning. And a beautiful bird. It, it, man, that guy can take some photos. Yeah. yeah. The way it's like posed up and... I need to take some lessons from him. Yeah, it looks good. He's got his bow on a stand and the decoy and the blind in the background. You did good though, Doug, for yours. Like, it's, um, well, it's we haven't got that far yet. We haven't got that. Oh yeah. So, uh, God, you spoiled it, Kurt. Yeah, oh, malarkey. God, I hope Jeez. no one saw the cover art of this episode. I know. <laughs> God forbid we do any promotion. <laughs> malarkey. Dude, this whole episode's probably called Doug's Turkey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. And then, yeah, the following day, three in a row. Yeah. No, think about it. You're right. Three in a three, row. Three in a row. So you you went out and uh, yours is actually on video. Yeah, I went out. Um, I called in sick Wednesday because that's a sick, uh, some sick time saved up. 
You call in sick to go hunting. Yeah. That a boy. Yeah, I call, I'm sick of working. Yeah, turkey, <laughs> I had the turkey fever. I had to call in. Just got a gobble, bro. Yeah, Need so more gobble. I went out Wednesday morning. It was like the only really nice day left before it rains. Well, it should be raining today, but it's not really. So I could have went out this morning. But So I went out in the morning, set up. I had the Jake mating with the uh, hen DSD decoys, which are the best decoys you could have. It's too easy. They are mm, real nice. Tom's Tom's cannot stand seeing a Jake banging a hen. They don't like it. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> bang, banging I'm a hen, dude. <laughs> it's like you're, you, you, dude. You're not as tough as me, and you're getting chicks. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm cock walking too. I, oh, yeah. I feel it for sure. So I set up in the morning. <laughs> the kids stay. Um, I'm sorry. I'm Cloaca blocking. Cloaca, yes, Cloaca blocking. So I set up That's in the morning. And there's, a, there's a lot of goblin going on, but nothing really came in. Three hens came in, just chilling around. And then around nine o'clock, I'm just sitting there on my phone, bored. I was thinking about going up to the house actually, but I look over by the creek, and there's a tom there, and I'm like, oh shit, like. He's not that far, like probably 80 yards, and he starts strutting. So I call him a little bit. All, all you need with that decoy setup is to get him to the field. And once they see it, they're like, they're like, God damn it. Dude, they come running. <laughs> they get angry. Every, every time I've had it, they've come running. <laughs> they get pissed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so he's sitting there strutting. Takes a little bit of time, not that much. And I have the GoPro set up on the blind and my Tacticam on my bow. But the way the bow, the blind was, the Tacticam didn't work, so it kind of sucks. But. So he comes in, he sees a decoy right away, comes running in, and I have the decoy about, I ranged it 14 yards with the my new rangefinder. Oh, yeah? Pretty nice. Real nice. <laughs> real nice, Clark. Real nice. So he, come, he comes running in, I turn on the GoPro real quick, turn on my tactic cam, get everything ready, comes in, and uh, usually they just beat up the Jake decoy, but this one was a little different. He's kind of like checking out the hen under, he's like... Like, you really enjoying this? Is this really happening right now? Just checking the scene. That turkey out? was so deep in the friend zone, man. He's yeah. like, consent? consent? I, yes? No? Yeah, dude, do I need to get you a pillow? Yeah, he's oh, like looking a for friend. a thumbs up, thumbs down. Like, you good? I'll, I'll fuck him up. Yeah, spur yeah, up or spur down. Look at me. Look at me. Look, look, look how big I am compared to him. And I was pulling on like the string for the decoy like it's humping her. Uh, and he, he was going crazy. It's funny in the footage you can hear your string going. I know. Just so he comes running up and he's he's behind the decoy so I can't really shoot him but I, I pull back and then he kind of like ducks his head down like looking at the hen like gonna peck her I don't know what the fuck he's gonna do like trying to get in, trying to convince her to come out from under there and get some <laughs> and I was pulled back you know 14 yards a 20 yard pin right on him and I was just sitting there waiting for a good time and he he like stopped for a second with his head low like bulged in and I was like you know now or never it's a good little circle and I shoot, and the as a just a little muzzy, <laughs> fucking slit his throat like perfectly. Like, it's impressive, man. It was man. beautiful. Yeah. Like I just slit his throat, and he just drops and just doesn't even really flop at all. And you hear the zipper go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh shit! Hurry up, do the zipper, run out there, do like a little weird run. You can see it on video. It's <laughs> awesome. Run over there, like grab, stomp on his head, and just that was it. You've killed quite a few birds with a bow, haven't you? Yeah. Four probably. Oh, I thought you. No, nah, nah, I haven't really bowing them that much with for turkeys. But you killed a lot of birds with a gun and stuff, haven't you? Oh yeah. Like how many you think? Because I know, like your family's pretty big on it. Yeah, I'm probably in the twenties. No shit. Yeah, it's a lot of birds. But it was awesome. But it was, it was awesome. a good redemption. It felt good after good missing. Oh yeah, because your confidence just dwindles down. Yeah, because like, I, I was shooting for nothing. bodies in Kansas with the slick tricks, and then yeah, 
after that and um you know last year kurt and me had fiascos with turkey shooting in the body like losing them i was like you know what i'm just gonna shoot a muzzy if i miss i miss i keep going but if i hit it it's fucking done so <laughs> you're fucking done son. Oh, done son when i ran on the turkey i see his throat it's just like slitting he's like trying to guess right i was like yeah put out a cigarette on his face Jesus. Good Lord. <laughs> was it a Marlboro Light or a Marlboro Diesel? Bro, what diesel, kind of cigarettes bro. Are smoking? It was Mar- Diesel. Marble Reds, dude. You're hardcore. <laughs> I cracked that for <laughs> you. Uh, you took some good – I mean, I felt like they were, they were good pitchers with your bird. Yeah, when I was uh, – I tried doing it in the field. My first pitcher, there was a bunch of corn stalks in the way. Well, you got like your decoy there, and you got like your bow and stuff that you're holding. Yeah. I, I think it looks good, man. He's a big bird, too. Yeah, he's pretty big. When I first saw him come in, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a big Tom. Like, you just tell. Yeah. 27 yeah. pounds. Yeah, 27 pounds. What Spurs are, like, are massive. In yeah. one photo, um, you got him. Looks like he's like hanging on a nail. Yeah, I was driving up, and we have this old barn that I never even thought about. And I just like. Uh, there's some uh, we have a bunch of deadheads on it. You got to like, hang on the gate there. Yeah, there's like probably five or six now. But uh, I was like, you know, that looked like a cool photo. And there's a nail sticking out, perfect. I just put the hook on, the spur on. And I'm like, that looks pretty good. Looks I thought you good. had. I figured you guys had that nail there for those type. No, of No, but uh, it's there now. It turned out really good. Now it is. Yeah, I never thought about it before. And I, was like, I like that style photo. There's something about like a turkey hanging, and and the photo is like a classic. Yeah. look. It'd be cool. You should you should put two like wood screws in there. Um, put one in there for the spurs, and then put one in there for your bow. Ooh. I thought about that too late to hang my bow right there, but make it the turkey photo spot. Oh yeah, and then as the years go by, you can have all those old photos at the turkey barn. The turkey barn, man, that's a thought right there. The turkey hey, when barn. My, uh, when we're older, and my son's taking your daughter to prom, we can get pictures there. Why do you think I'm gonna have a girl? Huh? Why do you think I'm gonna have a girl? I don't know. Just... Are either of you having kids? That's the question. No. I, I don't know. Kurt's a father, if you're listening to this at this point. I better be by this point. Sam is still it's... pregnant by the time this airs. It's like a 14-pound baby. Yeah, congratulations, Daddy. <laughs> Thank you. Don't Daddy. God, Daddy. <laughs> Papa. Look, father. One thing, <laughs> Fasha. One, thing, one thing I want to talk about is, uh, Doug, your mustache could be deemed good luck. It has been good luck since the day I grew it out. Except for in Kansas. Yeah. Did you call that you were going to kill that bird? Uh, no. Yeah, I didn't, no. I didn't call that one. Didn't, but okay. I saw I saw a video in Kansas of you stroking you a mustache did. making a prediction. I, but, you did make a prediction on the but, way there. But like I said, though, if that prediction would have been on track, if Tyler would have shot the first one, then I would have shot one Friday night before 6, like I said, and we would have been done. And then Tank would have been done Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. You were with Turkey Noobs. Yeah, but, I mean, it's just shooting your bow. Did you have the mustache in Missouri? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you had to have, yeah. But Man, maybe just... out of state it's not good luck. Well, no, it was, it, no. it was in uh, Nebraska last year. It was in year. Nebraska, and I killed one in Kansas before, a turkey. Just, well, Missouri. And I did, too. The, my it's, a, it's a fluke. Missouri was Missouri. My turkey hunt was a hunt of a lifetime. Like, I don't know if they get crazier. Right, I the, don't think they that story. I don't know if it can get crazier or not. Is Eric going pee? I'm going tinkle. Where oh. are you going? I want to move in a little bit. Can you make a Can you make a prediction for me for turkey? Yeah, assuming this uh, episode comes out after turkey Man, you're season. Not kill one. Or it depends. Are you going to Clark or not? I don't know. If you're going to Clark, it's a for sure thing. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a no doubt. Yeah, like, 
Clark is the turkey king. Well, <laughs> you got to hit it. So I'll say you get a chance. If you go with Clark, 100%, you'll get a chance at a turkey. Man, he's going to know where the birds are because he's like basically got a tag for every weekend. Or every week, rather. Season. Does he? Well, no, yeah. you can't. You can't. I think if you get landowner tags, I, you I can draw three. Yeah, you can draw three. But you can draw. You got, we talked about this with Austin yeah. Ross. If you're a landowner, you can draw one, and you can draw two, uh, like normal draw tags. Yeah. So if you've got, well, and then probably Matt's got whatever. So he's probably trying to get him on some birds. Too. Yeah. So he's probably got five. Yeah. So he'll probably be out there each season. Are they using all bows too? Uh, I would think. I, I think, yeah, bows and crossbows. They're they're kind of like the whole. Yeah, I would say if Steve goes Clark, you'll probably kill a turkey, hundred percent. You'll get a chance at a turkey, mm. whether you kill it or not is on, on you. Damn, so I think. Have you ever killed a turkey before? No, man, turkey list. I shot one my first year uh, hunting, and I never found it. I shot it, and it Dude, flew off. They're tough bastards. I I was like, oh yeah, this is in the bag. I was like on the ground, and there was like. 20 of them walking, and I had a had a turkey tag. I was like, yeah, hey, get a fall tag. Why not? And I saw them, and they were like 26 yards, and I launched one. I hit one, and it flew away. I'm like, oh, that's not good. And uh, I went and went, and when I got to the neighbor's property line, couldn't get a hold of the property owner, so I couldn't really go over there. But I didn't, I don't know. That's what I did last year. I, <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 I think I hit that bird low, and, you know, from just, all the information that you can gather, yeah, if you don't hit them straight That's on. That's a fall bird, you said? Yeah. See, I have a problem a little bit. Like, spring turkey hunting is different from fall turkey hunting. I would, not, know the, I would not know the difference. Well, it's not the same. You like, would, though. You're not, you're not hunting turkeys. Right. You're deer hunting. and then Like, I've killed deer in the fall, or, or turkeys in the fall. Um, this one on the wall right here is a fall bird. Um I've killed a hand, just a couple in the spring, because uh, tur- I'm not that into turkey hunting. I think it's a right. really good time. Um, it's a blast. It you got to do it. It is fun, and I talked about Here's. this a couple episodes ago with Austin and Ross. Sam expressed some interest in hunting turkeys. Like ah, I think I could kill a turkey. Like she's scared of wounding a deer, and she likes to shoot her bow. So she enjoys shooting her bow more than she wants to kill deer. Mm-hmm. And I'm like. If you want to get more into turkey hunting, like I'm all good with diving head first into turkey hunting. Like if that's where you think, like the weather's usually pretty nice. It's a bird. It's a little different feel. It's yeah. a really, I guess, good starting point if you're gonna try getting someone into hunting. If you think about it, like you know, like you said, nice weather. Not that you go sit in a blind or sit in the ground. Yeah, you don't get in a tree stand or anything. Yeah, that's what I think. I just told her I'm like, if you want, and our daughters born right in that turkey season like if the family wants to dive in to, to spring turkey hunting like i'll dive in you just let me just, know just say say the word yeah because i'm willing to i have a good time when i turkey hunt but it's just something different about deer i grew up yeah. on deer hunting and just antlers are way cooler than anything a, uh, a turkey can have so it just see and that's why i think i'm not that like into turkey hunt i mean because I'd never grew up doing it. My old man never, he's never shot a turkey. He, we never went out turkey hunting. It makes a difference, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah for I, sure. Because I grew up doing both, so it was just hand in hand. It's what you do. Like, I grew up pheasant hunting, duck hunting. Like, I would love to get back into it, but I just got too much other shit going on. Never been duck hunting. Oh, you I never have it. either. I want to try I've never it, been waterfowl hunting. 
It's a I would blast. do it. I would try it, man. But I just—it's one of those things that's like I can already tell. I might do one a year, even if I really loved it. I just—I just think deer hunting. So I just—that's where I want to put my energy. Mm-hmm. If I, oh for sure. If I tagged out early on a deer, I would definitely be down to do it. I should have done some of that stuff, like explored being tagged out. Yeah. Um, with Sam being pregnant, I kind of took advantage of like just. Enjoying freedom, yeah, enjoying some time off, and like not yeah. <laughs> worried about like the grind of stuff. Yeah, um, hustled the podcast to death. Um, it paid be- off. behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, and our growth, we grow, <laughs> we grew a lot. Yeah, we did, especially oh, like sure. pre ATA and Dude. then post ATA. <laughs> when Kurt tags out, the podcast does better. You know, that's a fact. That it's no, honestly, because Science. the deeper what I'm yeah. learning is, the deeper you get into this industry, and the more like connections you have behind the scenes. The less time you're going to have to hunt, and this fall is going to be for us. We have a lot of projects in the works, mm-hmm. and it's going to be, you know, less time to hunt. Especially, we're going to be running almost we're, this year. We're going to be running three shows under Working Class Bow Hunter, all the same name but different series. So <laughs> it's going to be busy, Some man. OT. Remember when we first started? We just stack up like. 12 episodes in one day and just not even do any episodes during hunting season. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> I, we did a lot of that, but, um, like looking back, like we did kind of like, we still pretty, did them during we, hunting season. Yeah. We did pretty well. Yeah. Pretty well for, from for what hunting season, how much we love hunting. Yeah. Yeah. There was one of my, one of my favorite episodes, not to get too far off track, but dude, we did that episode where we had listeners of the show, like call in, we like scheduled a time. It was a summertime in. one. It was. Yeah. It was Memorial Day because me and you came in here at like eight a.m. Yeah, it was the first time we've ever like drank coffee in the studio in the morning. Yeah, and that was the thing we were drinking. Coffee. I think we ended up cracking beers. How'd that feel? Drink coffee. It was. It was weird. Weird. Like we're looking. We should do this. that this summer. Dude, like, that morning? was like the only morning podcast we did, wasn't it? Yeah, here. Yeah, in studio. I think that's what I had the mustache. Yes, it was. Should we do that again this summer? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Hell yeah. We should do that. I want, I, I definitely, like, I had that on the plans to do that, like, with, like, have listeners call in, but, dude, time just gets away from us now. Uh It's like, oh, it's crazy. I used to, when I was younger, I used to think, like, oh, dude, there's so much, like, the days are so long. Yeah. Like, as you get older, I'm like, there's not enough time in the day to, like, get shit done. It's crazy. It's really crazy. (laughs) It's fucking insane. It's like getting older. (laughs) It's getting older, man. That's what, like, Sam and I were talking about, like, I guess I'll just, like, <laughs> talk about some shit about, like, pregnancy and stuff. And I'm sure, like, people probably don't talk about this, but we're going into one of our last appointments for the for the babies born, and we're like, man, I kind of just want to do whatever I want to do for the rest of my life. Like, I don't, like, a kid's, like, going to be, like, a burden. But, it, of course, it's <laughs> yeah. not going to be once she's here right. type of thing. But. That feeling. I think everyone has that feeling, though. Well, that too, and like you just feel old, and like once you're about to have a kid. Oh, for sure. Like you're like, man, I'm about to be that like that nerdy dad, dude. I feel old now. Like I go to bed at like eight thirty. Oh, yeah. You know how for I for sure. You know how I know I felt old, and this is what I, I got excited to buy coffee, right? To buy a cup because. I haven't got a K-cup yet that works for my Hunter's Blend coffee. What do you mean? Why? You buy the thing, you flip the thing. It won't up. work in my. It won't work in my Keurig. Buy another yeah, fucking cake. Oh, you know what? I got a uh, Mr. Coffee that I'm gonna use. I take that. No, back. you know you're getting old. Today at lunch, I read the newspaper, and so I was instead of being on my phone. Why? Wow. Really? That's how you know you're getting old. Why did you do that? I have no idea. You, dude, s- you suck, Eric. The past, I know, dude. I'm getting fucking old. 
Dude, the past few weekends, <laughs> you're 30. <laughs> I'm 29. <laughs> Dude, the past few weekends, I've been in bed by probably nine on a Friday night. I'm usually working, but like on Sunday, I'll still wake up at like six. Yeah, that's just because you're used to the schedule. And now I'm like, I'm excited to get up and get stuff done around the house. I'm like, Shit, man. yes, I get to mow the grass tomorrow. Oh, dude, it's it's the worst. I'm like, man, I can't wait to pull that weed eater out and clear that patio <laughs> off. It's, you, know what's, you know what's funny about me up. is, like, I get up. I'm either at work at 5 a.m. or 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. Depends on the day and whatever. And I uh, I feel like I, I've, just because my work schedule, I've forced myself to be a morning person. But I think if I just, like, left myself naturally sleep, I would wake up at, like, 1 p.m., and I would be up all night. I feel like naturally, like I'm a night owl. Oh, I am. You're a third. Definitely you're a sure. third shifter. I yeah. think naturally, I, I am. I think I am too. Just from college, kind of fucked me over. But not me, dude. I love getting up at the ass crack of dawn every day. I'm not about that, but I have to. So. I'm a morning person, though. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm only a morning person during trade shows, like. You know, when we did all the trade show, ATA, everything. Yeah, when no, you're when the last day. person to get out of bed. Yeah, you but were. I'm but I'm not tired. That makes zero sense. I know it's weird, but I enjoy. Maybe it's just because I I'm a morning person when I'm around my bros. I don't think so. I think so. I think that's it. That's not how any of this works. <laughs> no, I'm just. I'm, <laughs> that's not how it works. I'm thinking, guys. We got we got to do. A, oh man, that's gonna be weird with the kid now. So, deer camp here is gonna be. A little interesting. All right, let me cut cut to this. Like everyone's <laughs> like, dude, your hunting's over. No, your I, life I, is no, over. Good luck with the podcast. We'll see how things go. Fuck you. Anyone who's ever said that <laughs> shit to me, like, what do you think? Like, you just can't do things you like to do after you have a kid. Like, that's what blows my mind. Yeah, things will change. You know, like you're gonna be busier. You're gonna have different responses. You have to just. It's time management is what it turns into. Yeah. Like, no it, sleep for like two years. Yeah, it's whatevs. I'll just pick up a cocaine habit, dude. Everything's fine. <laughs> you <laughs> just know? pick that up like you go Adderall, to the store. Bro. It's like, hey, can I get one cocaine habit for like a four-month bender? <laughs> I, I, I like, need why? a kilo. How long would that last me? <laughs> she's like, why? Like, cause I have a baby. She's like, oh, here you go. <laughs> have anybody yeah, ever shit. bought a gallon of cocaine? <laughs> Shut up, Theo Vaughn. <laughs> a gallon? He's like, here, fill up this hat. That Pablo Escobar. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you know what I mean? Like that's all I'm hearing, and I think it's just because your guys' wives suck ass. What wife? Well, you know, I'm saying people with kids that say oh, that yeah. shit to me. Right. I thought you were talking shit. to us directly, yeah, coming, bro. Coming from my point Damn. of view, I feel sorry for Kurt, but I also just do what I want, so I feel I, just, I don't know. Damn. Yeah, but okay. I wasn't saying it was going to be bad. I was saying it was, saying it was interesting way, though, because so I'm not that worried. What's about that? You always been the same way. I'm not worried about it. You're just like. Hey, baby, care if I do this? She's like, go ahead. Sam is really rad. Yeah. You know, I'm fortunate. And the thing is, like, my wife actually eats deer meat. Like, we don't buy beef at the house. Yeah. Like, we don't mm-hmm. – if it's red meat, it's it's venison, straight venison. We don't cut with beef fat or nothing. So that is one big major thing that works in my corner, especially if she knows it's healthier and there's no recalls on it and all that for our baby. Boom. Double, double the love, dude. Babe. You didn't hear about the wild game recall that happened. They don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that? Organic, natural. That's right. There's not a bunch of foreigners handling your meat before it goes into a ceramic. Come on, or- dude. You just offended every small town Iowa 
uh, oh, I almost said the name of the company that keeps getting busted. You guys know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> it's because there's illegal immigrants working there. Dude, they always bust them, and there's always like 250, and then everyone's like, well, we didn't know. Really? You didn't know 250 know. people weren't American <laughs> citizens? Working <laughs> <laughs> three shifts. For the, I didn't for the know. sixth time. I didn't know, bro. <laughs> I love that. And they just keep getting busted. I, dude, I would I would do that, too. Like, if I was a boss, I'm like, yeah, dude, I didn't know, man. Just, News to I, me. I thought they were talking amongst themselves. I don't eavesdrop on people's conversations. <laughs> so, therefore, I didn't know what language they were speaking. Move around. You know? Move around. Yeah. <laughs> to the 19, move around. <laughs> Nothing against it, but if you're illegal, no. you're illegal. You know, it's yeah. just what it is. I get it. Hey, man, you're trying to make a living, but, yeah, dude, the other people are – it just it, – it sucks. <laughs> it's like, man, there's people who are trying to better themselves, and then you got guys, you know, wearing that white collar and – taking advantage of of the these poor people just trying to do something with their life it just it sucks but yeah every uh every small town in iowa do when ice comes through <laughs> ain't good <laughs> ain't good. <laughs> ain't good those meat processing plants <laughs> man there's a lot of uh indeed.com posts coming up well think about like what happens at a meat processing plant versus what happens in the woods you've seen you see the process yeah you get literally you literally so, see the process yeah you see it you see <laughs> yeah what happens if you get so you're not having a truck driver drive deer across state lines across wherever get them to the processor and then they go in and now there's all these people yeah they're wearing hair nuts but you know hair bacteria someone's sick you know somebody just doesn't shower no when you're in the woods yeah you kill and then you probably either go to your garage described you or take it to your (laughs) (laughs) or you take it to your deer processor and you hope he showers um i'm sure mine does but uh yeah it's just it's weird to think about the meat you get, how many hands handle it before it gets to you. I think that's one of my goals this year is to actually process a whole deer by myself. That We should make that all a goal. I, d- I don't really – I kind of know how to do it, but I'm not, like, familiar with, like, skinning it and deboning and all to that shit. Brandon Bequeath. I've done two deer with him, and it's it's an interesting process. It's long. Well, here's my thing. And I, I enjoy it. If it's go time – I want to drop my deer off, and I want to go back out hunting. Oh, for exactly. sure. Yeah. For like, sure, yeah. I'm trying to That's grind it I'm out. Thinking. I don't have a cooler to hang my deer. If I did, you know, late night, let's let's drink some fucking bush lights and cut the fit, cut the bitch up. You yeah, know? let's get a couple hey. people. Well, it's cool. Right, go ahead. I was just going to say, dude, I, I think we can make your own cooler, dude. We'll go steal a porta potty and we'll insulate the no, shit out of no, it. No, I'm not doing Dude, that. and we'll blow a chiller. I'm not going <laughs> to steal... a capsule where people shit inside of it. We'll steal a <laughs> to brand hang new one. my food. A brand new one. Yeah, put a deer in there. It's fine. <laughs> we'll put the hose on. Yeah, so that's, that's, a, just that's the only time. We that, just talked about so got the blue water that's in the it. only time that deer get recalled <laughs> is when you hang them in insulated porta potties. <laughs> <laughs> that was the worst idea you've ever had. When, when I grew up hunting, uh, I grew up hunting in Fulton County, Illinois, and we had a camp uh, there. There's this guy, Roger, really awesome guy. He used to fly a helicopter into camp. And landed and hunt with us. That's big baller status. Yeah, he was. A, That's the move. He was a really <laughs> is the move. Yeah, he was a really cool guy. Um, his thing and this what I always liked about Roger is one he was a guy that was uh for this company worked for a very high up guy, but you never would have known it. Just super humble, very personable. Um, would talk to like me. I was a young kid in camp, right? So when someone would like have genuine conversation with me, it meant I knew I was a young kid. So like when someone was like would talk to me on like a, a level platform for me it went a lot further you yeah. know sure so he Instead would of, oh Kurt you see anything yeah like how you doing little buddy you know like shit like that <laughs> scratch your head yeah. hey skip dude I'm pinch your cheek <laughs> fuck out of here yeah. Yeah. I have pubes oh. the cool thing about him is um, almost everybody else in camp was big buck killers and Roger killed some big deer 
Um, but his his thing was he liked to just shoot, like he would kill like a really big buck one year, and the next year he'd shoot a, like a Y buck, a Y buck, a mysterious Y buck, no brow tines, just splits. They're rare. Just splits. Um, but he'd kill like whatever he wanted, <laughs> and then the cool thing would be he would go back to camp and skin it and butcher it down and package it and drink whiskey and smoke cigarettes and that'd be his deal like that was like his celebration relax and and that was what he did like mm-hmm. it was just always like a really cool thing that happened in hunting camp that i always had like uh an appreciation for um to see him do that stuff and i was willing to do it but my dad and i we would ki- if we killed we'd drop our deer off we'd be like all right another tag let's hustle yeah. yep we back to it we drop see, i would like i'd like to grind it up at least and then like if i want like specialty stuff made i could take that burger straight to the processor and have them do that yeah so i don't want to get in the whole like making brats and all that stuff but yeah. yeah i know there's a there's a couple people who do that and they get they go all out you know they get the the grinder and the sausage packing machine which is cool i'm obviously save money but it's like you said you know if you smoke a dough you know, do you really want to spend all night doing that and then try to get some sleep? And well, here, here, I want to be clear that we're not like we're definitely not talking down on it. No, no, no sure. not at all. I wish that I, I'd like to have like my goal would be to have like a stainless table in a sink and then like have a grinder and a slicer. And, and I've already got it planned out for my garage. What do you got going? Oh, I found a little stainless bench and everything. <laughs> oh. oh, I just gotta get water out there. That's the next project. Yeah, you could probably do some under-the-table job, right? Oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> for sure. Dude, he's just going to take a hole saw and drill a hole in it and run a hose up. <laughs> a garden Dude, hose. Um, Ross Bigger's man cave that he's building is about to be insane. Oh, oh, yeah. I almost wish I could be like, hey, let the podcast pay like a couple hundred bucks a month and let's just move our studio yeah, there. It'd be a jaunt. It'd be a jaunt for everyone. A jaunt. Could you imagine if you kill a deer and like, hey. Well, me, me, me at Ross is about to. Well, do that all front this room shit. when you go into this man cave, it, it looks like an old barn. But you pull in, like where he parks his ranger. He said he's going to put a big stainless steel table there and have all the meat slicer and mm-hmm. processing equipment there, and then a walk-in cooler to the side. That guy's got it figured out, dude. He's well, got life by the balls. That's when for Ross sure. says he's going to do something, he ends up doing it times like, uh, times ten. They have noticed that, that yeah, about that guy when 10. he's like, "Hey, times I'm going to do this," and sure enough, he, he gets it done. It's insane. Because he's like, oh, yeah, just come check out my man cave. You know, it's cool. Well, he's, but then you walk in, you're like, he's 29 years old. Same age as all of us. Owns yeah. his own electrician company. Has been very successful. Me, so I still got two years to catch he's, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's just, um, he's on it, man. And he, he's he's successful in hunting. He's he's a go-getter, man. He's the, he uh, dude, he is first team All-American great guy. That's a fact. Yeah. Great, great wife, great kids. Um awesome location he's great, like the definition beard. of like american uh like american family american hustle like you want the real american the, midwestern hustle yeah yeah put the asterisk of midwestern right yeah. there that's right it's true man it's, it's cool it's very it, true it's cool that how like we've met those guys and all like compiled it into like what what it all is now yeah, it's awesome how it worked out yeah he's and he's also a uh, captain of the team hanging bang Guys got yeah. Guys El Capitan, it. El Capitan, co-captain. Austin, <laughs> Ch- Austin Chandler's another guy who's got it figured out too. Oh yeah, oh yeah, dude. And it's birds of a feather flock together. The Mile Time Club, them two, kindred spirits. Yeah, those two. <laughs> that's the move. I love that term. That's the move. That kindred is spirits move. is a great. I didn't hilarious. realize like people like used it as like that in that type of like uh, manner. Mm. 
No, you got a kindred spirit. Yeah, and I didn't know it, which is weird. I could see it, dude. Like we're talking you, about Cody DeQuist. Yeah, you're talking. I could see when you guys were first talking. I was like, oh yeah, dude, you two are going to be just alike. And you found out you guys are even more alike than you originally thought. I didn't like so. We were talking. Uh, me and Cody were talking the other day about it, and it's like you think our there's certain styles of hunters, right? It's like growing up, I thought I was the only like BMX kid, mm-hmm. and then kid a guy who had gauges and some tattoos and stuff like with that little different style for the hunting community. And I'm like, I thought I was like the only dude around, which is I'm the only dude that's wearing Vans and hunting camp, and like <laughs> that was like my camp shoes, you know. And I wore any sweatshirt to hunting camp. Oh fuck yeah, same same style, <laughs> same style, yeah. dude. You guys sucked. I had Americas. I had the Andrew Reynolds twos, boy. Yeah, okay. I had yeah. the Nike shocks. Doug, <laughs> <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Doug's <laughs> also an engineer by trade. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was yeah. one of those things where like, I was like, I don't know. I don't have anyone to. Like, when hunting season came around, like I was riding bikes with all my friends. And then October 1st, I'm like, hey, guys, I'm out. Yeah, I, like, I'll I see go. you guys in the spring to ride bikes. Like, kick flip, <laughs> kick flip out of there. Yeah. <laughs> Kurt retires during the fall. Yeah, and they'd be like, what? Like, kind of like, what the fuck? Season's it, over, bro. So. I thought it was only one, so I was talking to Cody. I'm like, it's funny that he's not that far away. No, and I did. We didn't know each other before. You know, right. it's kind of weird. It was meant to be. But an hour drive when you're young is a long drive. Dude, an hour drive now. I know guys that drive an hour and twelve minutes to work every single yeah. day, back and forth. Dude, my that dad sucks. used to do it. My dad used to drive from Port Byron, Illinois, to Dixon, Illinois, for work <sighs> every <sighs> day. No, oh, thank you. There's a guy in the shop, and I know he lives down in uh, down where Brian and Billy are at, uh, down in Lexus, and he was in the shop at 5.55 when I showed up to work today. It's a long... There was guys at Harvester that drove from Dubuque every day. You know what? We had to get a big shout-out to the drivers to work, because that's probably the majority of our podcast yeah, listeners. Yeah, it is, for sure. So shout-out to you if you have a long drive and you tune in on the way to work. If you're driving to work right now, or on the way home... Wake he- up. Hats off to you. Hey, man. Yeah. Don't we- doze off. Off. Hey, we got to get we we, have a good day at work. Swing in gas station, grab a six pack of well, bottle uh, bush light cans hey. or bottles if they got it. Bottle <laughs> bush light cans. Uh, get yourself a cup of coffee. <laughs> well, it depends on what time in the morning. Drink it when is. you get home because you deserve yeah, it. There you go, dude. If you're on third shift, you're driving home. It's always a silo. Oh, it's a silo, get, dude. Bush that light get, that gets you all the way home. Hey, what? What's yeah, the, I know. What, well, not from. Hey, what's the? Is it a Clamato? Yeah, the Bud Light. Cl- bush Clamato. light needs to come out with one. They're not that good, though. They suck, yeah. But um, if you just want a bush like Bloody <laughs> like don't, Mary, don't buy one. one. They should do yeah. one blended, and then you drink it. You're like, what's blended in this? There's no ice. And uh, no they ice. just do that to it's fuck with joke. you. <laughs> it's a big no, it's just regular bush light in there it's a, a big ponzi speed it's, stupid ass it's just regular bush just regular bush light and nothing else <laughs> i wish i owned like a candy company and then there's like like i would dude i want to buy tootsie rolls and just be like yo lemon lime tootsie rolls and people are like what it's just a regular tootsie roll it's like how stupid do you think we fuck are with people and people dude because you're gonna put lemon and lime in that because you're gonna have people who are gonna be like dude they're they're dripping it's the uh the placebo effect and people like, are damn, like, it is lemon and lime. They're like, yeah, bro. It's like all these people who follow, like, all these dudes who are, like, you know, on these hunting shows. Dude, this is what you have to do. And then they go out and do something that they didn't say, but they're like, man, I totally listened to that guy and I killed this deer. It's like, no, it's a placebo effect, man. You just, you did something. I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. Well, luck luck exists in hunting, so if you're trying to say it, it does. Luck does. But, yeah, I do want to own the Tootsie Roll company. Just saying. Well, 
They're struggling, <laughs> so you should buy them out. Yeah, they are. <laughs> is it for sale? When's the last time I had a Tootsie Roll? They're struggling. When I was at a parade when I was nine, See? and they threw those is, long is, ones is out. To, is the Tootsie Roll company struggling? I, when's the last time you had one? Dude, <laughs> they throw them out at parades. They're exactly. doing That's fine. That's it. Man, man. They're doing fine. <laughs> they have and enough. That dude, they they've been around since 1802. They're fine. Turd How do you know that? A turd and a wrapper. 1802? <laughs> you t- <laughs> a chocolate turd and a wrapper, man. That's all it is. <laughs> In 1902, they were 100 years old. Like, <laughs> <I don't, laughs> the was older than shit. 2002 was their 200th year. They have, a, they have a listener. They're like, bro, we're doing fine. Like, we don't need you. Like, straight up. Someone from the Twitch Roll Company <laughs> sends us a scathing email. They go, hey, why don't you go piss up a rope? There's a bunch of dudes at the Tootsie Roll factory listening to our podcast. <laughs> no, no. We're all hardcore bow hunters. Like, Fuck just, you guys. Out of, out of spite, there's a whole pile of Tootsie Rolls on Kurt's fucking Dude, and they're, not, and, they're, and they're those those fat-ass ones that have, like, their own, like, little like cardboard, cardboard under taco, yeah. yeah. The Knights of Columbus versions yeah. of them. It's just a bag that says, move around. <laughs> Dude, I'd be a boss come Halloween in Sherrard. Oh, shit. Dude, Dude, I'd just be like, here's a box. <laughs> Dude, like, Tootsie Rolls? What are you, from 1902? <laughs> you old man. That's like at work. We just got a pile of gushers at work. Yeah, explain that. Uh, you work at Motion Race Works. Motion Race Works, and uh, this there was a joke a year or two ago that uh, the guy's like, "Hey, can you throw a thing of gushers in with my package?" And he's like, "Yeah, we can do that." So then he posts a picture on Facebook, and it blows up. So everyone's asking for gushers. So he was buying them by the, like the I don't know twenty package box. You can oh, get like at. the. Sam's Club or uh, yeah, if Sam's those are Club around one. anymore, the, uh, what's it, Costco. Yeah, so he puts out a post. He's like, do I know anyone that works for the people that make Gushers? And actually, they're made in Cedar Rapids. So, Oh, really? Well, yeah, yeah. So for Cedar who? Rapids, Iowa. Iowa, yeah. I don't know. I can't remember what company General Mills makes them. Or is that Post? That's wild. I don't know. But he's like, oh, <laughs> he's like, I actually work there. Let me see what I can do. So a week or two goes by, and we don't hear anything from him, and finally he's like, hey, I got you. He sends a picture of a pallet of Gushers in the back of his truck, and he goes, all right, I'm on my way. It was like 849 pounds of Gushers. How, did, did it cost him anything? Oh, yeah, he had to pay for it. I don't know what it cost, but. By the way, I blame you for Kansas, then. You didn't send us with any Gushers. Yeah, dude, we should have a, a box yeah, of Gushers in the yeah, studio. Why not? Yeah. Or, dude, we're literally down to two boxes at the shop. Really? You guys are yeah. that busy? So why oh, don't, yeah. we, have, why don't we have one of them? Like they have them in their store now, where you can actually buy them, and people will buy a whole a whole box at a time. All right, I got to tell you a funny story. My uncle works for completely non hunting related, but this is fine. My uncle works for um yeah, is it is it Nestle? Who makes Chewy Bars? It's uh, uh it's Quaker Oats. Quaker it's Oats. Quaker, Quaker Oats. Oats. Because Quaker I remember Oats. you gave me. So <laughs> my <laughs> uncle works for Quaker Oats, and. I didn't realize. So, there, by the way, there's people that their job is to go in and test Quaker oats. Oh yeah, but he comes in whenever we have a family gathering. He brings boxes full of Quaker oats because they like, just give them out. Dude, I got to taste some Quaker oats flavors before they even released. I'm I'm exclusive. Damn. Yeah, but he'd bring them in, and like I'd have so many of them. When we went to Colorado for hunting, I brought just a box of Quaker oats, like. Uh, chewy bars. Yeah, you gave me a bag of those, and those were my tree stand snacks. I had like fifteen of them in my bag at one time. Yeah, I got a buddy. His dad works for Heinz, and I'm like, whenever I need ketchup or any Heinz product, he goes like, "Yep, just go in the garage. Whatever you need is right there in the fridge." Dude, All right, get, who in the hell do we the fry need? sauce? Ooh, oh, I'm sure he's got move. it. He's got like a giant shelf of 
every Heinz product. All right, who here works at Bushlight that listens and uh, also works at Arby's to get me a uh, keg of or Arby's barbecue sauce? Okay, hey. Arby's barbecue sauce. A keg of it. <laughs> <laughs> we got to close out this podcast, but one thing I do want to close yeah, on, and we're going to talk about it more. We are originally planned on going to Nebraska this year yep. in September, uh, second week of September on a hunt. And we are not going on that hunt anymore. Does anybody out there have a connection or, or want to do a hunt with us second week of September? I I, I kind of like jokingly around, like I joked around, I was like, dude, we should do a Texas like exotic hunt. Like I'll go kill fallow deer in Texas or something. Oh, dude, I want to kill a giraffe. And I, I got to thinking about it. And I'm like, <laughs> dude, that would actually be really cool. To go kill like a deer in Texas, like a fallow deer or something exotic, like a ram. I'd I'd like to kill. I'd kill it'd a be ram. Cool. Yeah, it'd be cool. But why not? You not into it? I think it'd be fun. Eric, would I go and do? It? Would I go and do it? Yes, but I'm just like, eh. I'd be. I'd rather go shoot a I'd mule be deer, for the fallow deer. But Eric, you're full of shit, dude. Yeah. Like if you could shoot like a warthog in Texas, you'd be up. Nah, not a, a warthog. warthog. No, fallow. No, no. You want just, fallow? I'd shoot a fallow. Fallows are cool. Are they? Uh, are they wild down there now? I think there is populations of wild um, ones. Because there's that, and I remember this guy talking about there's a goat. I think it was a. I think it was a French goat, a four horned goat. Is I don't know. Anyway, it's something that they, these we dude, have an open week. Yeah, we're curious about hunts. Like what? What's out there? What? What should we do? Uh, pub. We're talking about doing some public land stuff, which I'm mm-hmm. going the week before the first week of September. I'm going to do some public land antelope and mule deer hunting. Um, we figured we'd follow up that second week by going somewhere. So we're just putting the feelers out right now. Putting the feelers out. What should we do? What should we do? What should we think about? What could we start thinking about? Um, we have time to plan. Unless Um, Nebraska does come through, but yeah, for now we're open-minded. If you got something in mind, let us know. Kentucky, I should get a hold of him. Yeah. Opposite direction of where I'm going to be. You can just meet us there. It's on the way. <laughs> it's, on yeah. the way, it's on the way home, you know. How about, <laughs> they'll know. How about this? We'll offer multiple podcasts for a, uh, if, if we share hunting camp together. I'll bring the gear, Damn. load it up. Let's do it. Load it down. Let's, Let's get it. it. All right. I think that we should do one thing and probably just close her on out. And that's the one thing. Don't you think? You got anything to add? We'll start with Steve. Nope. Got nothing to add. Congratulations, Daddy. Damn, dude. Come on. <laughs> Congratulations, Papa. You guys are all uncles, man. <laughs> Funkles. Funkles. We're the Funkles. Dude. Always has been, always will be. When uh when Doug is holding little baby Geyer and just that mustache is just gleaming, that baby's like, I'm in good hands. <laughs> or, or Thank you. Are you even gonna let Steve hold your baby? Fuck no. I cannot I hold babies, do. dude. That I get too nervous. Like, dude, dude, my baby will my I'm baby's sk- gonna I'm be like on Captain Insano just eye gouge your ass. <laughs> <laughs> How old are you, man? Like thirty <laughs> five? <laughs> Doug, you got anything to add? Uh I'm gonna try killing another turkey this weekend, so get hopefully it. that goes well. Get it. Eric? Kurt, congratulations. Oh, yeah, yeah. Thank Congratulations, you. Kurt. Thanks. Feels Doug. weird to say right now. But in real right. life, the baby's not here yet, yeah. but in podcast land, the baby <laughs> yeah. probably is here. Doug, congratulations on your turkey. And uh, I think me and Doug got planned something out for next weekend. Kill some I'm going to try and kill a turkey, I think. Fuck yeah. Damn. Eric's going to join the club. Look at Eric. Look how he's sitting. Here, I know. Here's what I'm going to say. He's so professional. Right I want to close with good luck, everyone out there in the turkey woods. And if I have time to get out and chase a bird, 
I'm going to the least to set up for turkeys tomorrow, like just to get prepped. Oh, you're gonna put one down. Oh yeah, and my mold. I can't tomorrow. In, and my mold well, is coming. You're gonna in put good. one down whenever. You, say that. Whenever you're yeah. in season, you get it. Yeah, I'm gonna try if I get if I get the time. We'll see. It's gonna be it's gonna get busy here in the next couple weeks. But That's true. Papa Dave's got a tag. Ingholm's got a tag. We're gonna try and get out there and put some birds down. Damn. And uh, I think go shoot your bow. We love you. to go with, like, just full-blown redneck on these fish. This is like high-tech cane pole fishing right here. From the white sandy beaches to the crystal blue waters, enjoy the best fishing Panama City Beach has to offer during Chase in the Sun, Sundays at 9.30 a.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.